The following is a presentation of iSchool Sports Network. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of the broadcast without the express written consent of the iSchool Sports Network is strictly prohibited. And welcome back to Southern Union on the campus of Southern Union State University, Southern Union State University, Southern Union State Community College here in Wadley, Alabama for another game of of college softball, Tim Altork and Lon Hurst with you here for game number two after Southern Union won the first game between these two teams this afternoon. Final score of that game in game number one was nine to five. Nine to five was the final, Adam? Yes, sir. So Southern Union comes into this game now with a record of two and three. And the Bison will take on the Cougar, the the I'm getting it all mixed up. The Bobcats. <laughs> it's uh, for game not, one. Not off to a good start. I got to get my rhythm here. The Bobcats. The, I just said it again. It is the Bobcats of East Georgia State College. And leading off for these Lady Bobcats is the right fielder Sierra Taylor, batting from the left side, and she will face pitcher Olivia Chestnut. And I'll get you the numbers on Chestnut here in a minute. Number 11, she's uh, out of Monteverde, Florida. Chestnut, a left-hander. First pitch called strike inside corner at the knees, and it's 0-1. Is Monteverde close to where you grew up? I have no idea where that is. <laughs> you say Florida? Yeah, it's Florida. Oh, I didn't grow up in Florida. Well, you lived down there for some time, didn't you? School, nothing. <laughs> My parents live there. I don't know where that, that town is, though. <laughs> Pitch was low and in to Taylor, who went one for four in the first game. Swing and a miss. And she's in the hole one and two now to lead things off here in game number one couple of changes defensively for Southern Union. If you were watching or listening to the first game, we'll get you those changes. Lineup's a little bit different. High fastball, and she chased it. Nowhere near the zone, but it's strike three. And a strikeout to start things off for out number one here in the first inning. That'll bring up the second baseman, Alana Lee, for the Lady Bobcats. Lee was 0 for 4 in the first game. One out, nobody on top of the first. Southern Union and East Georgia. Chestnut comes home. Called strike. 0-1 the count to Alana Lee. The 0-1 pitch. Swung on foul straight back, and it's 0-2. First game was back and forth. Southern Union took a 3-0 lead, led 3-1 late, and then saw that lead go away. They lost lost the lead four and fell behind 4-3, but immediately turned around and rallied and built that 9-4 lead. They gave up one run in the seventh that made it a little bit closer, but once they built that five-run lead, the outcome was pretty much determined at that point. Haley Liner had a home run in that game. Some good offense from Southern Union. Hopefully we'll see that again here in game number two. The 0-2 pitch was fouled back, so it's 0-2 again. Chestnut comes home. 
high and away, way outside. That's one and two. Now to the Bobcat second baseman, Alana Lee. One, two pitch from Chestnut. Another high riser that Lee chased as well. They haven't been able to lay off that high pitch yet with two strikes, and that's back-to-back strikeouts to start the game for Chestnut. So two outs, nobody on. And Alana Hooks, a hot-hitting Alana Hooks, first baseman who went four for four in the first game and was in the middle of a lot of offense for the Lady Bobcats. First pitch to her is up and away, just out of the zone, ball one. Chestnut stands tall in the circle. Now into the wind. Swung on, fouled straight back. That'll even the count at one and one. For Chestnut, she comes in with a record of one and one in two starts, a 450 ERA. She leads the team in innings pitched, or at least she did coming into the today's action. 16 hits allowed in those 14 innings pitched. As the pitch is up and away just out of the zone, will bring the count to two and one. And Chestnut, 10 strikeouts, seven walks, three home runs allowed. But they've been pay- facing some good competition as they started the season off on a road trip through Florida as there was a swing and a miss on an off-speed pitch, and that will run the count to two and two. So Chestnut has been sharp so far here in the early going and has gotten the Bobcats to chase some bad pitches and repeat again a high fastball, and they went swinging, and that's strike three. So that's going to end it. Here in the top of the first, three up, three down, all three strikeouts for Chestnut. And we'll come back and do the bottom of the first inning, no score, back after this. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF, member FINRA, SIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here independent of SPF. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better. No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. Well, you can't do a half inning any better than Southern Union just did it in the top of the first. Three strikeouts to the first three hitters for Olivia Chestnut. And the Bison will come to hit the first three hitters to face pitcher Maddie Cash. It'll be Haley Liner, Ansley Ogletree, and Kinsey Bayer to start things off for the Lady Bison here in the bottom of the first. No score 
here in game number two between Southern Union and East Georgia College. Bison won game number one, nine to five. And looking to sweep this doubleheader. Liner had a very good game in the first game. Hit a home run to center field to get the Bison on the board. And finished two for four with a couple of runs scored, a couple of RBIs, and just missed another home run. She hit one a mile foul. First pitch to her is high and away, ball one. Nothing wrong with the Southern Union offense the last couple of games. Nine runs in in the previous game today, ten runs in the win over Chipola on Saturday. That's been their last two games, so they've been circling the bases pretty well. Hopefully they can keep it going, and that's a good start. Liner rips a single into left field. And she's on to lead things off in the first. You got a, a name like Liner, you better better live up to it. She did right there, hit a line drive on the second pitch she saw. And Liner can steal a base. Pitch is swung on, though. Liner's going to have to scamper back. It's popped to short. Good play out at short in the outfield grass. And Ogletree pops out on the first pitch for out number one. Good play by Danny Wells out there at short. She had to range back into the outfield and make the catch over her shoulder. So now Liner at first with one out. She does take off again. The pitch is fouled off at the plate and trickles up the first baseline. So Liner will scamper back to first. And Kenzie Bayer finds herself in an 0-1 count. Bayer also homered in the first game. One for three, three RBIs. That home run was a three-run home run. And it came in the sixth inning as part of the rally where the Bison temporarily trailed. They were down four to three but played at six runs in the sixth to reclaim that lead, and that home run by Bear was a big part of it. She's fouled off a couple of pitches here and has herself in an 0-2 count. Haley Liner's getting her wind sprints in as she continues to take off on every pitch. But every pitch has been fouled off, so she's been going back to first. Here comes another 0-2. Swung on a smash foul. Pitch was up and in. Bayer turned on it and ripped it almost between the legs of third base coach Ali Silva. She had to get out of the way. So still 0-2 to Bayer. Who came into the game hitting 600. Or today, or into today rather that. Batting average does not include her one for three performance in the first game. Another foul ball is that one skied out of play on the left side. Still 0-2. To the first baseman, Kinsey Bayer. Bailey Backus on deck. Swung on, grounded past third and into left. A base hit for Bayer and Liner. Was not running on that pitch, so she'll have to stop at second. 
Bayer with a base hit. So runners at first and second for the Lady Bison with one out. And it'll be Bacchus playing right field here in this second game. She did not play in the first game. Right-handed hitter, Bacchus swings at the first pitch and fouls it out of play. Bison hitters trying to dial in Bobcat pitcher Maddie Cash. one pitch to Bacchus. Off speed, just off the inside corner for a ball. So one and one the count to the Bison right fielder. Bacchus comes in with a a batting average of 222. She fouls another one out of play over the left side. That one was hit pretty deep and high in the air, but well foul. As I said, 222 the average for Bacchus, two for nine on the season. She's got a double, a couple of RBIs. Batting in the cleanup spot here, game number two. All these foul balls, and the umpire has run out of softballs. So they got to get some of them back into the field of play. They got one now. And we're ready for a 1-1 count, or 1-2, excuse me, to Bacchus. Pitches off speed, swung on and missed for strike three. Bacchus was out in front on the off speed pitch. Couldn't time it up. And she is out number two. So runners still at first and second with two outs now. And Summer Lawrence, who's playing left field here in the second game, will get her shot to try to drive at least one of these runs home. Liner at second. Bear at first with two outs. Swing and a miss. And Lawrence was late on that one. As she falls behind in the count 0-1. The 0-1 from Cash. That one was off speed and hopped up there. Might have bounced off the plate. One and one. The count to Lawrence. Lawrence getting her third start of the season. She swings on it, fouls it out of play. Lawrence hitting 429, two for seven. Excuse me, three for seven. No home runs or RBIs or extra base hits, so all three of those hits are singles for Summer Lawrence here in the early part of the season. One-two pitch. She lays off the fast one outside and high. And it's two and two. Bison trying to strike first. They got a runner in scoring position with one out. And now she's down there with two outs. And it'll take a two-out hit from Summer Lawrence if the Inning is going to continue, or a walk as the count goes to three and two, and that'll set the runners in motion with two outs. Full count pitch from Cash. Lawrence fouls it straight back to the screen, stays alive. It's three and two. Still.
So here's another full count pitch, hit in the air on the infield. Wells has a beat on it, it's short, and makes the catch. So that ends the threat for the Bison. They get two hits but leave those runners stranded at first and second. We will go to the second inning, no score between Southern Union and East Georgia State. Back after this. Hey folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581. Husqvarna's end-of-season clearance sale is on, and it's time to get the best for less. You may not be celebrating the end of summer, but your local Husqvarna dealer is giving you a reason to smile. Pick up the latest innovations and get Husqvarna's legendary power and performance for less. Enjoy great savings on select inventory, expert advice, and superior service that will keep your Husqvarna equipment operating at peak performance all season long. Hurry in. This sale is on for a limited time at participating Husqvarna dealers. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road 811 in Weedowie or MeadowsFarmEquipment.com. Getting ready for the top of the second inning. No score. It'll be Wilkerson, Morgan, and Wells do up three, four, four, five, six hitters, excuse me, for the Lady Bobcats. Mac Wilkerson, the catcher. She was also the catcher in the first game. We'll lead things off here in the second against Olivia Chestnut, who had a perfect first inning, three strikeouts. And she's firing strikes from the get-go again here. Fast one over the outside corner to Wilkerson. It's 0-1. Here is the 0-1 pitch. Just missed high and away. Aniston Jones, the catcher, tried to frame it up. But the ump didn't bite on that one, so it's 1-1. And And here is the 1-1 pitch. Swung on and hit on the line into right center field. That's going to get down and get all the way to the fence. Wilkerson rounds first. The throw comes back in, but she's going to be at second with a stand-up double to lead things off here in the second. So a threat to start things off for the Lady Bobcats in the second inning. A lead, excuse me, a leadoff double for Mac Wilkerson and Taylor Morgan, the center fielder, will hit. Morgan one for four in the first game. Swing and a miss. Pitch might have been off the plate, but she went chasing, being aggressive early in the count. And Chestnut is ahead 0-1. Same spot, went fishing again, got a piece of it this time, did Morgan, but fouled it back to the screen, and it's 0-2. A strikeout would be a big step towards getting out of this inning. 
Pitches a call strike right through there. So good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Three straight pitches, and Morgan is down on strikes. The first one looking. Fourth strikeout already of the game for Chestnut. And a big first out after the leadoff double. So Wilkerson still down at second. And Danny Wells, the shortstop, takes one high and away. One ball, no strikes to Wells, who did not have a hit in the first game, 0 for 4. But has played pretty solid defensively. Swung on and missed. Just went right through that pitch at the, at the letters. And that will even the count at 1 and 1. One pitch, off speed. Wells was off stride, but she held her bat back. The ball came in low. So that'll be a 2-1 count now to Wells. Situation where that was almost too good of a pitch. Swing and a miss, came back with something hard there, up and in, and Wells... Couldn't catch up to it after the off-speed pitch. And that brings the count to two and two. Chestnut delivers up and away, ball three. Full count, one out, runner at second base after the leadoff double. Chestnut got a strikeout to get the first out. And now the 3-2 pitch, a swing and a miss, strike three. Went up top all three uh, strikes on her. Yeah, everything. You're exactly right, Lon, was was up. And she chased it and never really got caught up to any of those high pitches. So good work by Chestnut. Fifth strikeout of the game. Two outs now. Runner still at second here for Steph Ruffin, the third baseman. Chestnut pitches up. They've been chasing that pitch. I don't blame her for starting her off with a high pitch. That's That's been their Achilles heel so far. But Ruffin was able to lay off. It's 1-0. Here is the 1-0 pitch. That one was down. Ruffin chased, didn't get it. And it's 1-1. One one. Ruffin playing third base for the Lady Bobcats today. She had a hit in three at-bats in the first game. Swung on, pop foul, straight back, out of play. One and two. So Chestnut has rallied well. She's one strike away from getting out of this second inning with no further damage. After the leadoff double, Wilkerson shot one into the gap in right center field, but she's still down at second. Swung on and hit in the air to center, liner. Looks like she has a beat on it. Barely had to move. Makes the catch, and that's out number three. Nice change up to get, get her out. Very good pitch. Good recovery by Chestnut, and that'll take us to the bottom half of the second inning. Still no score back after this. The Car Clinic, Main Street, downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you pay and we spray it. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the car clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you paying, we spraying from the car clinic. 
Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459 today. Knowles Group, 2100 B South Bridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Stage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF, member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. Bottom of the second, no score between Southern Union and East Georgia State. Bison had a couple of base runners in the first, but weren't able to get anything out of it. Olivia Chestnut has been lights out in the circle for the Bison through the first two innings. She's faced seven batters. She struck out five of them. Just one hit allowed so far. And the Bison will try to do some damage, try to take the first lead, score the first run of this ball game. They'll do it with the five, six, seven spots in the order. Summer Lawrence, A.J. Broom, and Cindy Thornton do up for the Lady Bison. For Southern Union? I think so. So, Knowles in for Liner. Yeah, because Morgan is still in center field for. Yeah. Swung on, grounded sharply to second. Lee bobbled it first, picked it up, and threw her out. So, one pitch, one out as. as no, I had my spot wrong. That's Broom. That wasn't Lawrence, that was Broom. She grounds out to second. And now it's Thornton, so it's Broom, Thornton, and Jones due up. Call strike to Cindy Thornton playing third base. <laughs> Thornton had a hit and four at bats in the first game. She hits one in the air, shallow center field. They're going back in the second baseman. Alana Lee makes the catch on the run, going out towards center field. Nice running catch out of second base. In the outfield grass by Alana Lee. That looked like that had a chance to get down in center field. It was kind of in no man's land as the shortstop, the second baseman, and the center fielder all chased it. But Lee tracked it down in shallow center field. So two quick outs here for Southern Union here in the second. Aniston Jones, the catcher. We'll step to the plate and hit for the first time today. Takes a curveball on the outside corner for strike one. Thank you, Vaughn. I know you was looking down right <laughs> <in> some. <laughs> That's right. I did not see that pitch. Here is the 0-1. Swung on and hit in the air pretty well, but now Fry mm. comes in, falls down, <laughs> and still makes the catch. My goodness. 
Uh, you got to give a hand That's to that a girl pretty right good there. play. She made it a lot harder than it should have been, but that wasn't her fault. She slipped, fell, and was able to somehow come up with a catch. And not without some excitement, but the three up, three down for Southern Union in the bottom of the second. Still no score back after this. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles for 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. The grass is growing, and it's the best time of year to get a new zero-turn mower from Husqvarna. Husqvarna Zero Turns can tackle any job with commercial quality and professional performance. Wide-cutting decks, high-cutting speeds, and durable construction are great reasons to choose Husqvarna. But there's more. Now, we're offering new warranties of up to five years, low monthly payment financing that makes choosing a Husqvarna Zero-Turn mower better than ever. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment at 85 County Road 811, Widawi, Alabama, or online at www.meadowsfarmequipment.com Thank you, Matt. <clears throat> Top of the third inning, no score. Eight, nine, one spots due up for East Georgia. We'll see how Chestnut looks coming back around to a, a second look, but she's I don't think she's threw a straight ball the whole time, so... <laughs> Lots of swings and misses so far for East Georgia. And Taylor Fry, who had that adventure out in left field on the crazy catch for out number three just moments ago, will lead things off here in the third. She shows bunt, pulls it back, takes a pitch outside and low for ball one. The 1-0 just missed the outside corner. She hit the mitt. Jones framed it, but it was off the plate, says the umpire. So 2-0 to Taylor Fry. Two-0 pitch. Called strike. That one did catch the corner at the belt, so it's 2-1 now. Two-one pitch. Just missed the corner again. Chestnut has been living on the outside part of the plate during this at-bat, and she's only gotten the call once. The umpire confused me because Haley Liner's still in there at center field. Yeah, I'm not sure. Who he meant to replace with we, who. We had, there's ball four away, so. Fry, Fry walks to lead things off. Because their center fielder and our center f- and Southern Union is both number twenty-two. So <laughs> right, what uh, what we're talking about, folks, is the umpire in between innings turned around and said there was a substitution for number twenty-two. So it could be Tabitha Mims in from 
Morgan, but Morgan was still out there last inning, so, so we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll see as the lineup comes back around. At any rate, it's nobody out. One on after the walk, the leadoff walk to Fry here in the third. And LaSala will bat. Coach Silva going to take a timeout, go out there and talk to her pitcher. Probably set up her bunt defense, what she intends for him to do if she does lay it down. And that pitch was low and away. And, and the strike zone has started to dance around a little bit on Chestnut, too, so trying to maybe just calm her down. Get her re refocused, re-zeroed in on that strike zone. Well, if somebody's willing to lay it down and give you an out, please don't put them on. Especially the number nine hitter when you know there's some, some big bats coming up. Exactly. Asala did not play in the first game. She's the designated player in this one. And she's got herself in a 1-0 count, and the meeting in the circle is finished. Chestnut's ready to go. Let's see if they set the wheels in motion again on this pitch. The bunt was in play. Asala does show bunt, squares around, takes it outside. Oh, no, call strike. A little bit of a late strike call there by the umpire. Had me fooled. <laughs> But better late than never, and it's one and one. Here's the one-one pitch. Up and away, throw back to first, not in time. Fry had to dive back. It was a bang-bang play as Jones fired down to Bayer. Bayer snapped a tag on her, but she was back on the base at first. And it'll be a two-one count to LaSala. Not showing bunt this time. Paints the outside corner, calls strike. It's two and two. Well, the Bobcats got a runner on to lead things off in the second, and she was stranded, hoping for a repeat here. Is Southern Union as the two-two pitch is fouled straight back. Lasala stays alive. Two balls, two strikes to the number nine hitter. Nobody out, runner at first after the leadoff walk. Still no score here as we're in the top of the third. That pitch is up, way high. Hung on to that changeup just a little too long. And that'll run the count full. Three balls, two strikes, chestnut into the wind. The delivery swung on and missed. Strike three. Another big strikeout for chestnut, her sixth of the game. And that's the first out here in the ninth. I mean, <laughs> in the third inning to the number nine hitter. I'm trying to get to the end. <laughs> they don't even play nine innings. <laughs> no. Uh, it was, I was in the number nine spot on my scorecard, and the number nine came out of my mouth. Top of the order now, Sierra Taylor will hit. Swing, swung on and missed. That one had a little heat behind it. High, hard one up and away. But Taylor chased it, and it's 0-1. She went down swinging on that same type of pitch. Her first time up, she's 0-1. for 1. Swung yeah. on and hit a ton to the yeah. left, right field and deep, and that is out of here. It's a two-run home run. 
She did not miss that one, folks. And that one was not up. Chestnut went away from the formula there. Tried to sneak one past her inside and in. And Taylor turned on it and cranked it right out of here. So that's two to nothing. East Georgia strikes first here in the third. As a pitcher, you just got to know that's going to happen sometimes. Now let's go get him. So the bases are clear now with one out. And Lee will hit. She, too, struck out her first time. That was a bomb. Bacchus kind of just watched it sail out of here. She never really gave chase as it was pretty clear that that was going to be a home run as soon as it was hit. First pitch to Lee, swung on and missed. It's 0-1. And now comes the test for Chestnut. Like Lon said, will she be able to shake that off and continue to pitch well? She struck out six batters through the, through the order the first time. That's really the first time that they put the bat on the ball with any sort of authority. Count even out, one and one. Chestnut coming home. Check swing. They're going to appeal it. And they say she went around. So strike two to Alana Lee. And it's one ball, two strikes. I don't believe I'd throw anything below the letters until they proved, me, proved to me they wouldn't swing at it. I'm with you, Lana. It's, there's, those low pitches have been the ones that they've gotten to the high pitches they've chased and missed one and two there it is again high fastball lee chases can't get it strike out out number two It's, I think it's a rise. It's a rise ball. That's yeah. right. She's throwing a great one. I mean, they're chasing it and they're swinging under it. And, and as a hitter on that rise ball, you got to make a decision: Am I going to move up in the box and let everything go? Or am I going to move? I mean, you just I'm going to catch it before it gets up there. And a lot of these girls are standing near the front of the box. They're not in the back. And hooks is. Fits that description as well. She's near the front of the box. She's taking two pitches high. She's figured out a way to lay off of those, and she's ahead in the count, 2-0. and oh. Two outs, nobody on. Two runs in on the Taylor home run. East Georgia leads it 2 to nothing here in the third. 2-0 count, two hooks. Another one up. She lays off again. It's 3-0. and oh. <clears throat> She's not going to give her anything to hit 400 feet. Rio pitch. Let's see if Chestnut grooves one just to try to get it over. Well, if she was trying to, she didn't execute it. That pitch was low and away in a four-pitch walk to Hooks. Extends the inning. Second walk of the inning and of the game for Chestnut. And Wilkerson, who doubled her first time up, steps to the plate with two outs and a runner at first.
Wilkerson, the cleanup hitter. First pitch to her. Stays high and away, ball one. I have to wait a beat with this umpire just to make sure he's not going to throw that hand up. And there's a lot of them in, in, in softball that are delayed in their call. So it's 1-0 and oh to Wilkerson. There's a swing and a miss. That'll even the count at 1-1. One and one. Again, above the hands. Above the hands. And that one looked like it might have had – she took a little something off of that. Mm-hmm. One-one pitch. Swung on, hit on a soft line. Diving catch by Thornton coming off the third baseline to Spirit before it got to the ground. A great defensive play to end the third inning, but not before East Georgia plates two runs. We'll go to the bottom of the third. Two to nothing is our score. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels. Or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better? No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. Hey folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581. Husqvarna's end-of-season clearance sale is on, and it's time to get the best for less. You may not be celebrating the end of summer, but your local Husqvarna dealer is giving you a reason to smile. Pick up the latest innovations and get Husqvarna's legendary power and performance for less. Enjoy great savings on select inventory, expert advice, and superior service that will keep your Husqvarna equipment operating at peak performance all season long. Hurry in. This sale is on for a limited time at participating Husqvarna dealers. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road 811 in Weedowie or MeadowsFarmEquipment.com. Two to nothing, our score. The Southern Union Bison trying to dig out of a little hole here as we go to the bottom of the third inning. And Maddie Cash just made her first warm-up pitch. They had to wait for Wilkerson, who made the last out of that inning. She's the catcher, so she had to go back to the dugout, get her equipment on, and now she's made the throw down to second. The warm-ups are complete. And Anna Kate Hare, the number nine hitter for Southern Union, will lead things off here in the bottom of the third. Some numbers on Anna Kate, who did not play in the first game. Looking for her first hit of the season. She's only batted once all year. Out of McDonough, Georgia, so I'm sure she's a – and you Product see, of that assistant coach. And you see this a lot where early in the season you're trying to get some folks some playing time, see what they can do. Hare probably falls in that category. She hasn't played a lot yet so far this season through the first four games, five games. But here she is in the starting lineup, and she's in a 1-1 count, batting from the left side. 
Hitches on the outside half, taken for a called strike, and it's one and two. One ball, two strikes. Cash into the wine. Little dribbler out towards short. Wells gets it quickly and across to first in time to retire Hare for the first out in the third. So back to the top of the order and Haley Liner, who singled her first time up. The Bison had a pair of singles back in the first inning, and those have been the only hits so far for Southern Union. Trying to get this offense going again. Liner swings at the first pitch and hits it hard, but foul down the right field line. That probably hit your car out there, Tim. <laughs> it might. I'm just two away from you, so I know where you're parked. <laughs> in that vicinity, that's for sure. She'd have to hit it pretty good to get it out that far, though. Owen won the count to liner. She takes low and away for ball one. That's a good take right there. One ball, one strike to the Bison center fielder. That one bounces up there for ball two. Liner, two hits in the first game, one for one so far in this one. Looking to stay hot. Swung on and smashed past third. She's going to get another base hit, at least one out of it. Fry is up quickly with it and left and holds Liner to a single. So Liner now two for two. And a couple of hard hit balls. She really got the good part of the bat on that one to get it past third. So one out. And a runner at first for the Bison. And Ansley Ogletree will step to the plate. Ogletree popped out her first time up. She also had a good game in the first game. Runner goes. Liner slides into second and steals it easily. So Liner now in scoring position with one out. And that's a good piece of hitting by Ogletree, laying off of a pitch that I know she probably wanted to <laughs> swing at. So now Ogletree hits with a chance to drive home a run and cut this lead in half. That pitch is low and away. What was the first pitch? It was a strike right down the middle. One and one. <laughs> that's why I said it was tough for her to that lay would, off That of would it. make your remarks uh, make more sense, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> one and one, the count to Ogletree. Swung on and hit in the air to right. That looks like it's going to stay fair. It does. Taylor makes the catch out there. Liner tags, and she will advance to third on what amounts to a sacrifice fly off the bat of Ansley Ogletree. Now pass ball can get you a run. So That's right. Always more advantageous to have that runner at third. And that's where Liner stands with two outs with Kenzie Bayer at the plate. Bayer hits one a ton. Left center field and deep, and it yeah. is out of here. Bayer just tied it with one swing of the bat. Her second home run of the day, and it is two to two. I'm going to venture to say that's not the pitch you want to throw her. <laughs> she jumped all over that one and hit it on a line. That was not a towering fly ball. 
That was a line shot that got out of here in a hurry. That's the same pitch you started off Ogletree with. Yeah, Ogletree took one for the team for sure. Yeah. So we are even up now two to two. A couple of two-run home runs, one for each side. And Bailey Backus will hit with two outs and nobody on for Southern Union in a tie ball game. Pitch outside corner called strike to Backus, who struck out her first time up. Swung on and hit high and deep, but foul. Down the left side and out of play. I like how that ball was still in the air. I didn't even have the words out of my mouth. And Matt Knight was sitting here doing this. <laughs> yeah. Circling his finger, round tripper. He was. He knew that one was gone. No balls, two strikes. Swung on, foul tip. Stays alive, does Bacchus. Cash doesn't throw anything but a little curveball, does he? I didn't seen to throw a fastball, I don't believe. Everything's got a little bend in it. And another 0-2 pitch on the way to Backus. There it is. That one bounces up there. Good block by Wilkerson. Dropped to her knees to keep it in front of her. And it's 1-2 and two to the Southern Union right fielder. Here it is. Swung on, and that one's hit deep. Left field, high and gone. Back-to-back home runs. Bacchus gets into one on a 1-2 pitch. That one was down and in, and she cranked it, turned on it, and rocked it right out of here. Uh, Umpire just uh, warned her about taking her helmet off before coming across the plate. Which she did. She she took it off before she touched home. But now, back-to-back home runs, and the Bison are in the lead, 3-2. to two. Good piece of hitting by Backus. She fell behind in the count, 0-2. Fouled off a pitch, took a ball, and then found one she liked and hit it out to straight left field. And there was no question about that one either. That's right. Pitch to Lawrence. Summer Lawrence stands in now with three runs in, two outs, nobody on. Pitch was up and away. It's 1-0 to Lawrence. That one's hitting the air pretty deep again. Morgan going back. She's got her hand on the fence, and it's gone. Back to back to back. You don't get to see that very often. Summer Lawrence. Keeping the conga line going. And it's four to two. Thought for a second Morgan might be able to get to that one in center field. But it just kept carrying right out of here. That's going to be the end of the line for Morgan Cash. What's her? uh, Maddie Maddie Cash. Cash. I saw the M and just went with Morgan because you just said Morgan. So what's the line on on Maddie? Well, that's four runs, three home runs allowed. So three and a 
Two and a third. Two and a third. And that is number 14. Coming to the circle. Madison Bustle. Madison Bustle. She did pitch some in the first game. Thing about it is, those were all solo home runs, and well, I mean, you had two run, and then you had a solo and solo. So, as fun as they are, they don't really build you as big a lead as it feels like they do. <laughs> yeah, sure, it's fun though. You're yeah. Right. Back to back to back home runs by Kenzie Bayer, Bailey Backus, and Summer Lawrence, and this has been the case all day. Every time Southern Union has given up a run, they've come back and scored in the next half inning. And that's such a, a boost to your team and a boost to your momentum when you're not falling behind and staying behind. And so Southern Union, a good job of answering after they fell behind two to nothing in the top of the third. They now have put up a four spot here in the bottom of the third and lead it four to two with two outs and nobody on. And A.J. Broom at the plate. Broom runs up to slap, takes a pitch, and it's a called strike. And you know this early in the season, this is a good mentality to get get going. That that idea that hey, I can always we can always get in there and score and come back. Oh, one pitch up and away. Broom watches it go by, and it's one and one. Broom grounded out the second or first time up. She's zero for one, but that was against Cash. Let's see what Bustle does. Low and away as Broom was running up there again to slap at it. She took it, and it's two and one. Two balls, one strike, pitch to Broom. She fouls it off of herself in the batter's box. And that'll even the count at two and two. Umpire's having to let yep. East Georgia know that she's still in the box. That's a tricky proposition when you're running up there to slap like she was, but Absolutely. he said, you may have heard it, he said her left foot was still in the box. She runs up again, takes a pitch, and it just misses. <laughs> the umpire froze, thought he might, I think he thought about ringing her up there, but didn't do it, and it's going to be a full count. Three balls, two strikes, two outs here in the third, four runs in for Southern Union. Swung on. Nope. Did she check her swing? She did not. It went around, and it is a swinging strike three. And Broom strikes out to end the third, but a good inning for Southern Union. Three home runs in the inning, four runs across, and the Bison will head to the fourth, leading it four to two. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. The Car Clinic, Main Street, downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you pay and we spray it. 
Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the car clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you paying, we spraying from the car clinic. Well, I don't know about you, but I want to sing along. <laughs> We're rocking ro right along here at Southern Union. <laughs> as the Bison put up a four spot in the third inning and lead it four to two as we start the top of the fourth inning. Southern Union looking to sweep this we'll doubleheader with East Georgia State. And in good shape to do so as Olivia Chestnut. Has recorded seven strikeouts through the first three innings. The only blemish for her, a two-run home run in the third inning that briefly gave East Georgia a two-to-nothing lead. That has since been erased. And now we get the substitution, 15. Tabitha Mims is hitting for Taylor Morgan. And first pitch to her was a ball. Second pitch, a called strike, so it's one and one. So Tabitha Mims hits. And she's going to turn around bat left-handed now. In the that, middle of an at-bat. That pitch before on her was a great pitch. Only thing she could have done is pull it foul. So she may be – there's maybe a slap strategy here if she's turning around. That is the case. She runs up there. Takes it inside, and it's two and one. And, and me and you being baseball guys, I can't imagine how distracting that is when somebody starts running when you're trying to pitch. It, you know, I, I assume that as a pitcher for softball, you see it two or three times a game. It's something that you are aware of. As a swing and a miss there by Mims, evens the count at two and two. I mean, yeah, absolutely. You get used to it. You wouldn't be pitching at a junior college. but uh. the, And the thing is, to me, is switching sides of the plate during the middle of an at-bat. And, and that's something that's not really that unusual in softball either. I mean, nah. you see that sometimes these right-handed hitters or these switch hitters, they get a chance to, to swing away at a strike on, from the right side. They get a strike. They switch over and, and try to slap their way on. And we've got a full count to Mims who takes high and away for ball four. So the third walk of the game for Chestnut and the third straight inning that East Georgia has had the leadoff runner on. And that brings us to Wells, the shortstop who struck out her first time up. First pitch to her right through there, called strike. It's 0-1. Good for Chestnut getting ahead. Here with a runner at first. Nobody out. Top of the fourth inning. Southern Union leading it four to two. Pitches low. Four ball. Had the plate, but swept in around the ankles, and it's one and one. And she's trying to throw it down there, get the double play ball, but rise ball pitcher, you don't get a lot of double play opportunities behind you. One one pitch. Popped up, foul and out of play. 
One ball, two strikes. Nobody out, runner at first, top of the fourth inning. Mims down at first after the leadoff walk. Chestnut waits for the sign. Now they're on the same page. Chestnut in the line. Pitches popped, foul territory. Bayer gives chase, makes the catch. The runner tags. They're going to throw out to second. The ball gets into left field, but the runner is not going to advance beyond second base. Heads up base running by Mims. Bayer made a running catch running away from the infield and towards the fence down the first baseline. It was a good play by her, but her momentum carried her away from the infield, and she was not able to get anything on the throw. So one out and a runner at second now for Ruffin. First pitch to Ruffin, called strike outside corner. Adam Slay is writing me. I think he's right. Are you writing this to me? Writing me a note. Fayetteville, Arkansas. Oh, shit. I don't know what this was. <laughs> the mocks are watching. Shout out to the mocks watching us from Fayetteville, Arkansas. He gave me. He gave me, it in let backwards me read this order. exactly how he wrote this down. Fayetteville, Arkansas, the mocks. Shout out to. That's what was written on this piece of paper. <laughs> I had to interpret that. <laughs> Much easier to write. Shout out to the mocks in Fayetteville. Just, just script it how you want me to say it. <laughs> and she's helped us out a lot. Yeah. Getting some names right, getting the lineups. It's been a, uh, a very uh, good time up here in the press box. Miracle. Miracle, where are you from? Prattville. Miracle from Prattville up here. She's doing the PA for Southern Union. Back to softball. <laughs> While all that was going on, we'll let the mocks in Fayetteville, Arkansas, know that it's a one and two count. Pitches outside. They throw back behind the runner at second. And... Mims is back safely. Mocks, your daughter wants you to know that she does a great job on the scoreboard. And it is. It's impeccable. Two balls, two strikes <laughs> to Ruffin. Pitches popped Ooh. up, straight up the shoot. Will it stay in play? Aniston Jones, the catcher, was not able to get her mitts on it. One of the toughest plays in baseball. It was really close to the screen. It's really hard to judge if that ball is going to stay in play or not. It did stay in play, but hard to get up under that that ball when it's fouled back close to the screen like that. Good attempt by Jones, but the at-bat stays alive for Ruffin. Still two balls, two strikes, one out, runner at second. Go back up there if I'm her. And she did. And she did. The pitch was high, but Ruffin was able to lay off, and it's going to be another full count. So 
So three balls, two strikes. See if Chestnut could put her away. She leaves that one high, tried to go off speed, up and away. But Ruffin again laid off and draws another walk. So runners at first and second now with one out. Two walks in the inning. Fourth walk of the game for Chestnut. It's really been about the the three the three true outcomes that they talk about. Home runs, walks, and strikeouts for Chestnut. As it's runners at first and second. And Fry. Number eight, Taylor Elliott's going to go in and, and run for. So, Elliott down at first? Yeah, at first, going in to run for um, Ruffin. So, Elliott at first is a pinch runner. Mims down at second. Both players walked to reach base. One out still in the fourth inning. And Taylor Fry at the plate. Fry walked and came around to score on the home run. Last inning, first pitch, called strike outside corner to Fry. It's 0-1. Reaching all corners of the world. We're nationwide here, folks. We got Washington, D.C. checking in. Charlotte, North Carolina. Birmingham, Alabama, Montgomery, Alabama, Orlando, Florida. Mickey Mouse is down there listening to us. West Palm Beach, Louisville, Kentucky. Thank you, everyone, for listening with us here on iSchool Sports Network. Southern, watching, watching, listening. That's fantastic. Fantastic. Got an 0-2 count here on Fry. Let's put her away. Tried to go up top. Fry didn't chase, and it's 1-2. Uh, was there nobody listening in widely? <laughs> Washington, D.C. Off-speed pitch popped up. Hair out there in the outfield grass, shallow right field, makes the catch, and a big second out here in the fourth. Nice pitch. Had her off stride. She slowed her bat down, and all she could do was hit a little lazy pop to second. And now a chance to get out of the inning with Lasala at the plate. Two outs, two on, swung on. That net wasn't there. It would have been in our lap. I'd have caught it, though. Lawn had me. So it's 0-1. And despite a couple of walks in this inning, Chestnut has done a good job of getting ahead of these hitters. And we got folks checking in from Franklin, Georgia, Woodland, Alabama, Valley, Alabama. So far and near. Viewers and listeners on the iSchool Sports Network. Count is 0-2 to LaSala. Here's the 0-2 pitch. Oh, they wanted that one up and away, though, says the umpire. And it's one and two. I got to agree with them. That one looked a little high and away.
Here is the one-two pitch. Swung on and missed. And Chestnut, her eighth strikeout of the game. She wiggles out of a two-runner situation with no runs coming across. And we'll go to the bottom of the fourth. Southern Union leading it four to two. The Car Clinic, Main Street, downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you pay and we spray it. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the Car Clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you pay and we spray in from the Car Clinic. No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459 today. Knowles Group, 2100 B South Bridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Safe Point Financial Incorporated, SPF, member FINRA, SIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. Mm-hmm. Or they got it. Adam, uh, you back live, so go. <laughs> four, four to two, our score. Uh, as we go to the bottom of the four, Southern Union leads it. The bats got hot in the third inning for the Bison. They hit three home runs and played at four. Runs in that inning, and that's the difference in the ball game right now. And the Bison will send the seven, eight, nine spots in the order to the plate here in the fourth. Thornton, Jones, and Hare do up. I love walk-up music. That's a you know we never had that when we played we. I didn't have it till I went to college. I don't think even PA systems were invented back then. <laughs> they were just using like a megaphone. It was a, it was the marching band or something. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I can guarantee you we didn't have one at our field if they were. That's, you got that right. Thornton steps in. She popped a second her first time up. She had a great defensive play a couple innings ago where she was able to dive from her third base position and make a – Spectacular catch on the infield to save a hit. She grounds one foul at the third baseline. And she's even the count at one and one. One ball, one strike to Cindy Thornton, third baseman for the Bison. Swung on and hit in the air. Pretty deep. Now going back is Fry, but she has it right shy of the warning track and makes the catch for out number one. The wind is blowing out that way. That ball got up in the air and into that wind and carried maybe a little farther than it normally would have based on how hard it was hit. Yeah, that's a that's a routine fly ball that ended up getting carried to the tri- uh, warning track. So a long first out for Southern Union here in the fourth, and Aniston Jones will hit. And she grounds one foul near the Southern Union dugout on the third base side. 0-1 to Jones, who flied out to left. Back in the second, that was that crazy play for Fry, who fell down and made the catch basically laying on her back. 
The 0-1 pitch is low and away. It's 1-1 one one now to Jones. Another thing they got to contend with out there in left field is, is the sun's right in their eyes. Uh, every ball in the air is going to be a blinder. Thornton calls, uh, I'm sorry, Jones calls time. And mentioned the wind on the last at-bat. For much, most of the day, it's been blowing from left to right. Now it's just blowing straight out to left. Swung on and hit hard over short and into left field for a base hit. Line drive single off the bat of Aniston Jones. And she's down at first with one out. Anna Kate Hare now will hit. Number nine hitter for the Bison, playing second base. She grounded out to short her first time, 0 for 1. Always nice to add to a lead. Hare takes high and away for ball one. And Southern Union looking to add to this lead. They've got a 4-2 advantage right now with Jones down at first with one out. Swung on and slapped off the glove of the third baseman. Shortstop throws to second, but not in time, and everybody's safe. Ruffin had it in her glove for a moment, but not able to squeeze it. It was a bang-bang play down at third. She just reacted. The ball trickled away from her towards shortstop Wells. Her only chance was to go to second, but by that time, Jones was there. So an infield single. Off the bat of Hare, and Southern Union is in business with one out here in the fourth. Top of the order, Haley Liner, who's red hot, swung on and fouled out of play. 0-1 to Liner. <coughs> Liner had a home run in the first game, went two for four. She's two for two with a run scored, a stolen base here in this one. A base hit could mean a run. Off the bat of Liner. Pitch gets away from the catcher. The runners are going to move up. It was low and in and went off the heel of the glove of Wilkerson and bounced all the way to the backstop. And so now runners are at second and third with one out. And a hit could now score two for Liner. I know Haley's your, your leadoff hitter, but she's certainly one you like to see get up there with some runners on base and – Scoring position because she's going to put the ball in play. She's like that, that, and she got some power too. I mean, Absolutely. it's like that Acuna factor. Leadoff hitter, yeah. You know, somebody that can do a lot of things from that leadoff spot. Yeah, she could easily be a three hole hitter. <laughs> With what she's capable of doing at the yeah. plate, that's right. So it's one and one to liner. Pitches popped up on the infield, foul territory, and Lee not able to get there. Hooks misjudged it, I think. She playing first over there. Hooks came in. The ball was behind her. And so Lee had to race over and try to make the catch. She got a glove on it but wasn't able to, to squeeze it. And the at-bat stays alive for Liner. One ball, two strikes. Didn't that look like Hooks kind of went the wrong way? Did you see Yeah, it? she kind of turned around. Yeah. So here is the one-two pitch. High and tight. Two balls, two strikes to liner. 
A single by Jones, a single by Hare, a wild pitch. They're at second and third with one out. Pitch just off the plate, low and away, and it's a full count. Bustle trying to paint the corner there and get the dangerous hitter. Didn't get the call. 3-2, grounded, foul down the third baseline. So it'll be another 3-2 pitch when they get the ball back to the infield, which they have done. Bustle has it in her glove, now in her hand, and she's back in the circle. And another 3-2 to liner. Swung on and hit softly in the shallow center field. That's going to get down for a base hit. One run is going to score. Hare right behind her to score the second run, and it's a two-run single for Haley Liner. Probably the softest hit ball off the bat of Liner today, but it found a hole, and she gets two RBIs out of it, and it's 6-2 Southern Union. Well, then when you hit like that, the the defense, the outfield's back here at the warning track, so you got a lot more chance of getting those balls to drop in. Hare knew it was down. Uh, Jones did a good job of waiting just in case it was caught to tag up. Yeah, they were right behind one another. Swung on by Ogletree and dribbled into right field for a base hit. Liner around second. She's going to slide into third. Ogletree once again jumping on the first pitch, and that also was not a really hard-hit ball, but just a perfect spot in between the first and second baseman. And Ogletree at first, liner at third, now still only one out in the inning. And Kenzie Bayer, who started the fireworks last inning in the third with a two-run home run, the first of three straight home runs, is at the plate. Bayer. Takes, throw down to second as Ogletree stole it. Well, sort of cut in front of the bag on that throw down. Wary of liner leaving from third, so they never really had a play on Ogletree as she stole second base. So now it's again runners at second and third with one out. But I'm going to say this, it was pointless because if Liner would have been going the way she cut across, she would have never turned and threw her out. She was not in a position to <laughs> take that throw and throw home. You're exactly right. One ball, one strike now to Bayer. Hit Ooh. hard and foul. And I know that's something, I mean, I know it's East Georgia, but I know that's something East Georgia's coach will coach him up on is don't do anything for no reason. <laughs> If you're going to cut in front like that, cut in front to be able to throw home. Bayer just missed a two-run double there as she hit one on a line down the third baseline, but almost took uh, Liner's head off. Almost took Liner's helmet off. Foul out of play off the bat of Bayer. So still one and two. We've talked about the good work at the plate by Liner, but Bayer's been almost as good. She's homered in both games. Two for two in this one with a couple of RBIs. Swung on and fouled right off the end of the bat. An off-speed pitch she was just able to get a piece of and stay alive. So 
So still one and two. First baseman, Kinsey Bear. Now the pitch. Swung mm. on and hit in the air. Just missed it. Left field, shallow. Runner tags at third. Liner's going to go for it. And she will score on the sacrifice fly. Ogletree left late from second. They might have had a play on it. But Wilkerson wasn't able to handle the throw from left field in order to throw back to third. So Ogletree advances. It's a sacrifice fly RBI. But she did. She just missed hitting that one a mile. Yeah, those pop-ups, they don't go as far. And you think, well, they missed it. But those a lot of times come off the, the sweet part of the bat. You just get under it. Mm-hmm. So Ogletree now at third. Another run in. It's 7-2. to two, And there's a long fly ball. Backus has her second home run of the day. A two-run shot to left field. Almost the exact same spot as the first one she hit. And it's 9-2 to two, Southern Union. How about Backus? Nice piece of hitting, just taking that pitch. and That was the same pitch, too. Yeah, same pitch. Sort of down and in, kind of right around her knees, and she just dropped the head of the bat on it and drove it right out of here. Yeah, nine to two is, is the score. And a new pitcher. Hillary Jackson, number 34, coming in for East Georgia. And Southern Union has just poured it on here the last two innings. They scored four in the third on three home runs in that inning. They've put five more across here in the fourth. And nine to two is our score. And they're just not missing the mistakes. When the pitcher makes a mistake, they're they're launching on it. Good job, Tim. They've been helping us all day. I thought I'd I'd return the favor. The scoreboard had it as eight to two, but that's five, four in the four in the third, five in the fourth. That's a nine for Southern Union. That's that's the way we. I learned math anyway. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And it'll be Hillary Jackson in the circle, third pitcher of the this game for the Bobcats. And really, none of them have been able to slow down the Southern Union lineup. And Summer Lawrence will try to keep things going. Still only one out. Or excuse me, there are two outs. Two outs here in the fourth. And a ground ball on the first pitch. Off the glove of Wells. She booted it. And it's going to be an error. And Lawrence will reach. The thing that, that kind of gets me is is this third pitcher comes in coming in for them, but it looks like the same style of pitcher. It's going to come in and do the exact same thing about the same speed. 
Yeah, and these hitters are dialed into that. That was a hard hit ball to short, but right at well, she just she just missed it. It was a ground ball that hit off her glove, hit her foot, and she wasn't able to pick it up and throw make a throw. Lawrence was off and racing, but the ball was fouled off at the plate. So 0 and 1 the count to Broom. And those and third base and shorts having to deal with that sun over there. I know it's a ground ball, but you're a little delayed getting moving. Pitch bounces up, runner goes, throw down, gets into center field. Lawrence is going to hold it second. So Summer Lawrence steals it. Throw kind of sailed a little bit on Wilkerson. Mm-hmm. Tailed away t- from the shortstop who ran over to cover. Got into center field, but not far enough away for Lawrence to advance. So she's at second with two outs and a 1-1 count to Broom. Broom, slap, grounder to second, and that will put an end to the inning, but another very good one for the Southern Union Bison. They get five more runs, another two-run home run by Bailey Bacchus, and we'll go to the fifth, Southern Union leading at 9-2. to two. The grass is growing, and it's the best time of year to get a new zero-turn mower from Husqvarna. Husqvarna Zero Turns can tackle any job with commercial quality and professional performance. Wide-cutting decks, high-cutting speeds, and durable construction are great reasons to choose Husqvarna. But there's more. Now, we're offering new warranties of up to five years, low monthly payment financing that makes choosing a Husqvarna Zero-Turn mower better than ever. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment at 85 County Road 811, Widawi, Alabama, or online at www.meadowsfarmequipment.com Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRASIBC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. And we're back in the top of the fifth here. Uh, East Georgia coming up to bat. We've got the one, two, three batters um, starting us off. Chestnut still in the game. Up to bat from the left side is Taylor for the East Georgia Bobcats. Pitch one's down low for ball one. Be interesting to see if Chestnut's going to change her philosophy a little bit now the third time through. Looks like she may be. Ball two down low and in. She's been effective when she's thrown those high pitches later in the count. Two strike pitches. But you got to get ahead for that to be effective. And, um, you know, it's early in the season. They haven't thrown a lot of innings. So there's a strike. Brings the count to two to one on Taylor. You don't know how much fatigue's going to set in uh, being this early in the season and cooler weather.
And that ball's going to hit her on the on her right arm, and Taylor's going to get to go down to first base on a free pass by the hit by pitch. So Chestnut puts the first first batter on base. Let's see if she works out of this one as well. For everything that she's done well, she has not gotten the leadoff hitter very well in this game. Each of the last four innings, the leadoff hitter has reached. And that's usually not a, a formula for success, but it has been for her today. Lee up the bat from the right side. And the late call by the umpire there. I was going to make sure it was a little, little high, but uh, strike one on Lee. Good pitch from Chestnut. I was getting ready to say I thought that was a strike. I thought it was too, but it was up enough for me to wonder. Uh, all right, now. Yes. A throwback to first, and the runner did a little swim move. She pulled her hand off the bag, and she's out. And the uh, and the pitch was a strike, so uh, – Taylor dove back to first in time. She pulled her hand off the bag to switch hands for some reason, and Bayer held the tag, and they got her. I can't see down there that well from my spot. <laughs> and it's in the shadow, too. <laughs> and a fly ball by Lee. It looks like Liner's right under it at the warning track and brings it in for out number two in the inning. So uh, just like that, in two pitches, you got two outs. And we said it's Bayer at first. It's not. Kelsey Farmer has, has moved into that spot. So, a good play by her on that pickoff. Yeah, you just keep the keep the tag applied and good things happen. So, you come off the bench and make a good defensive play. Good on Farmer. And hooks up the bat for East Georgia. Takes strike one on the outside corner. Nice pitch to start her off. Adam Slay moving around the Room. Yeah, you can't be still. We know that. And there's another nice pitch. Looks like it's a little bit low, though. Uh, but a good pitch changed her eye, eye level there. So one and one count. And a pitch in the dirt for ball two. Two balls, one strike on hooks. Hoops struck out in, in a single today. Or a walk. A walk. So, I, I'm, I'm trying to read your writing and <laughs> books. So, uh, <laughs> um, but, uh, so her third at bat, she swings at that high high rise ball, which was too high to even catch. Uh, two balls, two strikes. Now, if I'm Chestnut, I'm coming right back up there and see what she does with it. I don't think she can lay off. And she went up there, foul ball off to the right, out of play. But that wasn't that chin high. No, she level. left it where she get a bat on it. That's right, and it wasn't. It had it was out over the plate, a little bit more than she probably would have liked to. So not that location that's been money for her all day. Up and in right here. I think you put her on the bench. And that pitch was 
right down the middle, but uh, nice play by the shortstop. Get the out at first base, and that makes three. Southern Union going to the bottom of the fifth, leading this game nine to two. We'll be Planning back for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRASIBC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here independent of SPF. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels. Or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better? No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. Hey folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581. And here we are back in the bottom of the fifth with the Bison coming up back back up to bat. Number seven, eight, nine hitters, uh, uh, Thornton, Jones, and Hare. Number 34, Hillary Jackson still on the mound for the East Georgia Bobcats. I love this song that she walks up to. I don't know how anybody couldn't be fired up. And we got a little delay here as the home plate umpire is doing some. While we do that, Lon, I want to tell you what's uh, coming up on the Ice yeah, Sports Network uh, this week. Tomorrow night, we got a doubleheader basketball game uh, at Hanley as uh, the. Uh, Varsity girls and varsity boys will take on uh, Spring Garden tomorrow night at 6 o'clock. Friday night, we're going to be back right here on the campus of Southern Union State Community College at 5.30 for a men's and women's doubleheader. Basketball Lawson game. State. Basketball. Basketball. Lawson State. All that coming up. And I tell you, if you week. want to see good basketball, tune in at 6 o'clock tomorrow night and watch Hanley girls play the Spring Garden Panthers. Um one of the most well-coached basketball teams you'll ever see play. Yes, absolutely. At Spring Garden, a one-A school that tends to put a whooping on whoever they play. Um, I look two A, two A. Yeah, that's right. They moved up to a. Um, That's right, Chuck House. We ate at Chuck House in yes, between we did. games. Matt, yeah. Matt made the run for us. Shout out mm-hmm. to those guys over there. Uh, uh, excellent bacon cheeseburger. Great hamburger. All right, we're ready to start play here as Thornton faces off against uh, Jackson. First pitch is up high and away with a 1 0 count now. That 
And that ball is hit hard towards the third baseman, but a great uh, catch on the line drive by Ruffin over at third base for East Georgia. Or LaSala, I think. Number nine, LaSala's over there at third base now. She made the made the play on that. They're moving folks around on us. Playing musical chairs on the infield. And the first pitch to Jones is a ball low. Right across the middle of the plate, but just a little below the knees. Jackson behind 1-0 right here. We're giving Tim a break. Tim worked hard in the first game. He was all over the place taking pictures. And He's a good picture taker. Yeah, he is. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, you, uh, I didn't want to use that word. You're a newspaper guy. And that's 3-0 and now on <laughs> Jones. Okay, I'll call you a photographer and make you feel good. Tim is a jack of all trades. I don't care what anybody right. says about Tim Altork. And she puts one right down the middle to make the count three and one here. I haven't heard anything specific yet. <laughs> now, Tim is excellent with his work writing and photography for the paper. And Jones rips one down the left field line over the third baseman's head. That one got by her too quick to catch. And Southern Union's got a base runner here in the bottom of the fifth with one out. Up to the plate now, Anna Kate Hare batting from the left side. I can tell you right now, I got to go to Walmart and get me one of these pins, though. That's a sharp ball ballpoint there now. That's uh, that's precise. And first pitch to Hare is delivered outside ball one. Tim taught me a trick several years ago. He's the only man on earth that keeps a baseball or softball scorebook or even basketball in an ink pen. He believes in no erasers. And pitch number two to Hare is a strike. It counts one and one. Uh, nice pitch on the inside corner. Just caught the corner. And low and outside for ball two. Two and one on Hare. Jackson for East Georgia is working behind. Not a good uh, formula. That pitch is hit right back up the middle off of Jackson. She picks it up, throws it over to first. They call her out. Uh, bang, bang, play over there. Hair, uh, hair was hustling down the line. However, it does move Thornton over to second uh, with two outs. Jones to second. Jones to second, excuse me. Yeah. Pierce is uh, up to bat now. I was going to say, I knew I got it wrong because Liner wasn't coming up to bat, which I think she's going. She's in for Liner. Shanna Pierce in for Liner. Okay, so I am in the right spot in the lineup then. So... Coach Silva getting some other players in, getting them some at-bats and some playing time here in these latter innings. Up 9-2 to two on the East Georgia Bobcats. 
Tim didn't know what he was doing, giving me the ink pen, letting me keep the scorebook over here because I'm messing up with a beautiful thing he had going because that's one thing about scorekeepers. Uh, they keep score different. And the umpire calls time on the, before that pitch is delivered. Shannon Pierce is a freshman out of, you say, is that Buell, Alabama? B-U-H-L, Buell, Alabama? Okay. That's a new one on me. So, I'm going to let them throw stones at you for mispronouncing because I don't know. No, I said Buell. Buell. I got it right the first time. Buell. Oh, oh, count, two outs. Pierce up to the plate. First pitch is a ball. Who can tell me where Buell is? I need to know where it is. Outside of Tuscaloosa. That's why I've never heard of it. I don't go around over there. If I can help it. Pitch number two, down and in, ball two. I ain't going to make no jack jokes on Crimson Tide, though. I'll just lay off of them. Really ain't a joke you can make on them. And Pierce gets into one to the right field, but it's right at the right fielder for out number three. Nice swing. Nice cut. Uh, go to the top of the six here. Uh, nine to two. Southern Union leading this game. We'll be right back at, after this. Husqvarna's end-of-season clearance sale is on, and it's time to get the best for less. You may not be celebrating the end of summer, but your local Husqvarna dealer is giving you a reason to smile. Pick up the latest innovations and get Husqvarna's legendary power and performance for less. Enjoy great savings on select inventory, expert advice, and superior service that will keep your Husqvarna equipment operating at peak performance all season long. Hurry in. This sale is on for a limited time at participating Husqvarna. Husqvarna's end-of-season clearance sale is on, and it's time to get the best for less. You may not be celebrating the end of summer, but your local Husqvarna dealer is giving you a reason to smile. Pick up the latest innovations and get Husqvarna's legendary power and performance for less. Enjoy great savings on select inventory, expert advice, and superior service that will keep your Husqvarna equipment operating at peak performance all season long. Hurry in. This sale is on for a limited time at participating Husqvarna dealers. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road 811 in Weedowie or MeadowsFarmEquipment.com. The Car Clinic, Main Street, downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you paying, we spraying. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the Car Clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you paying, we spraying from the Car Clinic. All right, number 11 coming up for East Georgia, Wilkerson. Uh, got a new pitcher in the game, number 7, Emma Jennings out of Lynette, Alabama, and uh, a catcher, number 15, Brittany Knowles from Franklin, Georgia, for the for the Bison in the game. And then Pierce, Shannon Pierce is playing right field and um, moved Bacchus to center. So, Bacchus is a playing center for the Bison now. Uh, I'm glad we got these managers up here because they can tell us what's going on. We have shadows on the camera now. Shadow Adam, on the field <laughs> showing <laughs> no, that the no. camera is showing. <laughs> no, Adam said the shadows on the camera. That's his words. You get in trouble saying exactly what Adam tells you to say. <laughs> I, I found that out earlier on. <laughs> As we get started here in top of the six, uh, Jennings going to bring the first pitch a little bit outside for ball one. 
Wilkerson's reached on a double today. Jennings second pitch down in the dirt for ball two, two and oh. And that pitch is hit to the third baseman. Third baseman makes a great play, but then throws the ball away down the right field line. And Wilkerson's got a two-base error. Yeah, good play by Thornton ranging to her left to, to field the ball. And just but continued. her momentum carried her that direction, and her throw went that way too. Pulled Farmer off the bag, and she was not able to stop it. So Wilkerson down to second on the air. Thank you, Tim. Everything that happens down that side, I lose it. <laughs> and a bunt laid down. Foul ball by number 15, uh, Tabitha Mims, at the plate for uh, East Georgia Bobcats. And she's going to turn around bat left-handed now. She started out on the right-hand side. Well, if she did that last time now. Yep. You remember, she, yep. she once she gets that one strike, she – Flips it back around to the other side. Ball in the dirt, low, one and one. But I don't understand the philosophy in that. If you're going back right-handed, why would you bunt? I'd be thinking you'd be looking for the pitch to drive. That's a fair point. If you're going to bunt, just get in on the left side. And she swings at that pitch, and one ball, two strikes. Uh, not a pitch that she could have hit. So we'll take the gift as Jennings gets ahead of her here. And change up upstairs brings the count even two and two. Pitch low and away, and the count's full on Mims. And Jennings is listed as a pitcher slash middle infielder. Not sure how much Coach Silva plans on using her oh. as the year goes on, and she threw the pitch in on Mims, and it catches her on the hip. And now you got first and second for the East Georgia. Bobcats is number 24. Um, I need these things in numerical order. <laughs> Who are you, what are you looking number for? Number 24. Uh, that does say 24, doesn't it? Yeah, it says 24. We I don't see a 24 on this piece of paper. We don't have a 24. So, number 24, the unknown player batting for East Georgia Bobcats as Jennings behind, falls behind 1-0, and now 2-0. and She's batting for Danny Wells. Mm -hmm. Wells is the shortstop. And pitch number three outside for 3 0. The throw back down to second. Uh, Wilkerson back in easily. It's 3 0. Nobody out. Runners on first and second for the East 
Georgia Bobcats as Jennings tries to get a pitch in here. Strike one, so three and one. Battle back, get the ground ball. Now she does keep the ball down, so double play certainly in in order with her pitching. And pitch number two is a strike right down the middle. And work the count back full, so... Got to be swinging here, so action going to happen on this pitch. Oh, and fouled it off and then hit it again with her bat. and uh, Fouled it off twice on the yeah, same swing. I was, yeah, you don't see that very often. Very impressive. If it was no strikes, I'd want them to give me two for that one. She fouled it off, it bounced up, and on her back swing followed through, the bat hit it again. Very odd. Yeah, I can't say I've seen that a whole lot. And another good pitch from Jennings is fouled off to the right side out of play. So Jennings fell behind 3-0, and but she's putting those strikes in there now. And unknown 24 is battling. And if you're from East Georgia and number 24 is your daughter, I apologize that we don't know her name. And ball four outside. Now the bases are loaded with no outs. Without the benefit of a hit, an error, a hit batsman, and a walk, and the bases are loaded. And now uh, Ruffin, number six, is going to come to the plate. What's Ruffin done today? She flied out to center and walked. Okay, flied out to center and walked. So Need to make a play here. Ruffin back in. She was pinch run for the last time she reached on that walk, but she has re-entered the lineup. And first pitch is outside for a ball. I'm going to tell you, as a former pitcher, working behind is no fun. Just a bit outside on the second pitch. Not a bad-looking pitch. Um... Well, they did call it a strike, so one and one. Good change up from Jennings. Had had roughing out in front of it. Soft grounder fouls on the third baseline. Ahead nine to two. Just uh, if you get a ground ball, can make a double play anyway. Do that. Get the two outs. Jennings brings the pitch. Now two and two count. Pitches outside. And there's a pitch on the inside part of the plate, fouled out to the left, just barely inside the fence and falls to the ground. Still a 2-2 count on Ruffin. Another good off-speed pitch by Jennings. Lawrence out there and left. Tried to chase it down, but just just didn't hang up long enough for her to get to it. Yeah, it's a long way for her to go to that fence. She's not playing the line. 
And that pitch is up three and two now on Ruffin. I was about to say go harden up on her, but uh, that's a little too high for her to chase. And that's the pitch right there, strike three, up and in, uh, swing and miss by Ruffin, and that gets you your first out here in the top of the sixth inning for the Lady Bison. A big first out, because now the bases are still loaded, one out, and if you do get that double play like you were talking about, Lon, you get now, out you're, of, now you're out of the inning. Absolutely. And, uh, foul ball on the first pitch to Fry. Uh, and ahead in the count, 0-1. Now you can do a little work on her, trying to get that ground ball. Fry 0 for 1 officially. She walked her first time up back in the third and scored ahead of the Taylor home run. Those are the only two runs of the game so far for What a nice, nice pitch up and in right there, a little spinner up and in that caught the plate. Uh, ahead 0-2 here on Fry. And, you know, I know you don't want to get in these situations, but here you are, 9-2, to two, late in the game. And a strike, swinging strike there for out number two. Great job by Jennings. But this is a good opportunity for your team to work in this situation um, and get out of it. And so it's going to be good. A, it's a sort of a high-pressure, low-pressure situation. Yeah, yeah. High pressure and you want to do your job. But low pressure, if you don't, you're not losing. And she gets out of it. One pitch there. Ground ball to the third baseman. Steps on the bag for out number three. And they do work out of it. No runs here in the top of the six for the Bobcats. And we'll be back in just a moment with the bottom half of The Car Clinic, Main Street, downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you paying, we spraying. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at The Car Clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you paying, we spraying from The Car Clinic. All right, folks, going to come back just a little bit early here to, to tell you if you're watching or listening and you're not using the Mixler app, which is for our audio only, um, go to your uh, Google Play Store or your, uh, what do they call it for iPhone, the App Store for, uh, I'm not an iPhone person, but go to your App Store, download the Mixler app, and search um, you can search high school sports, and you'll see that we've got Southern Union basketball, Southern Union softball, Southern Union baseball. And download that app, and you can follow all of those. And whenever we go live, even if we're doing video, we're going to go live with audio. It will notify you. If you're on the road driving or whatever, you can listen. If you're at home, then you know, hey, I need to pull up. I need to pull up the video on my phone, my tablet, my computer. Um, I was watching before I came down here, watching the first game, casting to my TV, and I mean you can see everything great. But if, like I said, if you're on the road, you download this Mixler app, and and it'll notify you, and you just tap on it and listen. And that's Mixler, M-I-X-L-R. Mixler. I know how it's spelled, so I didn't think to spell it for anybody. <laughs> um, but yes, M-I-X-L-R dot com. If you go to it in the on your web browser, 
and you can and you can follow from there even if you don't download the app you can follow and it'll send an email you have to sign up it doesn't cost you anything put your email in put your create your password and you'll be good to go who we got coming up here tim for the southern union I ask you that as you don't know because they've made changes. <laughs> Jaylee Kirkland. Number three. Jaylee, I thought you was trying to answer the phone ringing, Tim. You was reaching over towards this oh, red phone. Giving you the three fingers for the number. <laughs> I thought Tim was going for the phone. I'm we like, the, we got the bat phone up here. That's <laughs> like. Number three. Number three. Who's she coming in for? She's batting for Ogletree. So Ogletree okay. has had a very good day and gets the rest of it off as Kirk as Kirkland comes to the plate. In the two hole. By all accounts, uh, Hillary Jackson's still pitching for the uh, Lady Bobcats here in the bottom of the sixth inning. And with this seven-run lead, a chance, like you said, Lon, for some of these players to get some action that they normally wouldn't see. First at-bat of the season for Jaylee Kirkland. Well, they're going to be needed at some point. You That's can right. bet on it. And a chance to prove yourself. You haven't been playing. Now you get a chance to do something. You get in there, you get a base hit. That means you're going to get another chance somewhere down the road. So these Absolutely. opportunities are very important, even though the outcome may not be on the line. And the second pitch on a 1-0 count, so a little pop-up to the shortstop, number tw 24, the unknown player for the Bobcats. <laughs> That's going to be my name for her, unknown. Jane Doe out there, shortstop. <laughs> Jane Doe. Number eight, Kelsey Farmer coming to the plate for the Bison, sophomore out of Prattville, Alabama. And she takes a pitch down in the dirt for ball one. Farmer one for two in limited action on the season coming into today. Does have an RBI. And the hard hit ball to the third baseman who makes a great throw to the first baseman there, hooks and uh, gets them out for out number two. And folks, I'm not sitting in front of names. Sky Lofton. Sky Lofton. Coming that, up for, that for that's a that's a pretty good name right there, Sky Lofton. If she hits one in the sky and lofts one up <laughs> right out of here, that would be nice. <laughs> Number fourteen, freshman out of Pine Mountain, Georgia. Lofton looking for her first hit of the season. She's zero for three so far in limited action. That's like Hanley was playing somebody the other night in the. Had a player named uh, Swoop, and I was like, if that girl can't shoot, then it's going to be a travesty. The umpire taking his time, letting everybody know who's substituting. He ain't got nowhere to be. Me either. And ball, ball taken in the dirt by Lofton. You probably got to go home to eat some good cooking from Heather. 
because I'm surprised I hadn't went over to your house and knocked on your door and said, let me have some. I keep waiting for it to happen. Just lawn, just wander over. I, all I got to do. With, with a plate in his hand. Just, <laughs> just scoot me something. Can y'all fill this up, please? <laughs> Foul ball one and one uh, on Lofton. Lon and I are essentially next door neighbors down in Roanoke. So yes, we, we are. He, he owes me a cup of sugar. <laughs> ball outside, two and, two and one count on Lofton. Let's see her get into one right here. And ball down the dirt for three and one. Yep, me and Tim live next to each other. It's just a long walk up your driveway. If you lived closer to the road, I'd probably come over. <laughs> it's it's a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you send Liam to get the trash That's can. That's exactly right. I retired <laughs> from that job. I've already got Eli getting mine. And a foul ball again. Still three and one count on Lofton as she shows bunt. Um, just to mess with the pitcher. And that's ball four up and away. And Lofton will get the free pass. And with two outs, the Bison have a runner on first. Number six, Neely Scott Wilkinson out of Sylacauga, Alabama, coming up to bat. And I th- yeah, the, the, the Matt's, Matt's telling me that uh, Brother Don Hodges is her granddaddy, so it's a local connection right around here um, coming up to bat. And you see in this, Ali Silva sort of emptying the bench a little bit, getting some players these at-bats. This will, If everything goes according to plan, this will be the last time Southern Union hits today. So she's trying to get it in this, this last go-round. Get all these players a, a chance to see some pitches, take some hacks. And, and good for her. I mean, a lot of coaches get, get caught up in the game and, and don't don't get these kids the, the at-bats when they could. And – She's paying attention and getting them the, getting them the, those at bats and see who can do what. Brother Don's in the stands. Brother Don's in the stands. Okay. And her uncle Bill. Uncle Bill. Uh-huh. Balfour. Okay. So if you got a if you got a class ring, you know them. In this area. Uh, uh, Adam said he made his, so that was that was made the old-fashioned way. I don't know how they did it back then, but oh, whoops! <laughs> it was two and zero oh on the batter, but uh, Bacchus tried to steal second. She realized she was going to get thrown out and stopped. She got herself in a rundown and. It was about the ugliest caught stealing you'll ever see. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> we'll be back with the top of the seventh here in just a moment. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and, of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334 334- 
863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459 today. Knowles Group, 2100 B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. Getting ready for the top of the seventh inning, Southern Union leading East Georgia 9-2. And before we do, we just want to remind you of what's coming up on the iSchool Sports Network the rest of this week. Tomorrow night, Thursday night, it'll be Hanley High School basketball the last regular season game against Spring Garden, it'll be a 6 o'clock tip for the girls' game. It'll be Varsity Girls followed by the Varsity Boys. That's Hanley versus Spring Garden tomorrow night on the iSchool Sports Network. And then Friday night, we'll be right back here on the campus of Southern Union for the basketball doubleheader between Southern Union and I'm not sure who they're playing. I believe it's Lawson State. Yes, Lawson State. And that will start at 5.30 on Friday night. So tune in with us th- tomorrow night and Friday night for local high school sports and Southern Union sports right here on iSchool Sports Network. Sierra Taylor down 0-1 on a foul ball now. Uh, up to bat for East Georgia. Jennings still in there on the mound for the Lady Bison. And peeking ahead to next week, since we've got the softball folks listening right now, we'll, we'll be back on the air next Tuesday with softball doubleheader against Gordon right here from Wadley, Alabama. So lots of good stuff coming up here on iSchool Sports Network. We got a two-one count here on Taylor and Tim. I, you were out a while ago when uh, when he mentioned all that earlier. But I was telling folks if they want to see good basketball, tune in to that Spring Garden girls team. There's a hard hit ball to right field by Taylor. Solid base hit. But I don't think you'll find Coach Coach Courtney Strange screws coaches. A great basketball team at Hanley. And Spring Garden, a little different style of basketball, but a well-coached team and and, a, and, a, and shoots the ball very well. So it would be a great game to watch. Jenny brings the first pitch outside to number 42, Savannah Warren, at the plate, batting from the right side. There hasn't been much offense for the Bobcats today, but Sierra Taylor has had a good day and a bad day for her team. Two for four for Taylor, a home run, two RBIs in this contest after that base hit. And 2-0 and oh here on uh, Warren. And there's a strike, 2-1 count here. Jennings with a nice up and in strike on on Warren. Get a ground ball here. Work on your double play defense. Foul ball straight back. Now 2-2 even count for Jennings. And the lights are on here at Southern Union as the shadows have crept across the entire field. They got one bulb out, I see. 
And there's a pitch. Pop up on the infield. Fielded by the shortstop. Ogletree. Ogletree still out there at uh, the shortstop position. Double zero. Leave it to Lon to find the one light bulb missing. Well, it used to be a coach, man. I pay attention to that stuff. (laughs) Oh, brother. First pitch to um, single zero, Colby Motes, for the East Georgia Bobcats. Takes the ball inside. And the Bobcats doing the same thing with their lineup, mm-hmm. getting some some bench players out there to get some see some pitches, get some hacks. It may be the top of the seventh, but this umpire is not uh, widening his strike zone uh, pitch. Just off the plate on the outside, 2-0. and And ball three off the plate. Matt's over there shaking his head. Trying to listen. And a pitch right down the middle for strike one. Three one count now on Moats. And that pitch is fouled off to the Southern Union dugout. And we'll have a full count here on Moats with one out in the top of the seventh. Ground ball double play sends us home for the evening. Nice change up from Jennings again and pulled foul down the left field side again. Just past third baseman. And another pop-up on the infield. Third baseman's going to have it for Southern Union. She's going to throw back the first, and Mims is back in there safe. Did I get that right, Mims? Taylor. No, Taylor. Taylor. Mims was the one that batted and popped up before. Taylor, don't know what she was doing there. She popped <laughs> up on the infield. She just took off running. I don't know if she thought it was two outs or, or what. Wilkerson for the Bobcats in there to bat with two outs here in the top of the seventh. She's down 0-1. Jennings gets ahead on her. Another great changeup. She didn't show that the first two innings she pitched, but nice changeup for strike two. I believe she can go up and in right here and probably... Get the strike out. Uh, she went off speed again. Oh. And there's going to be a throw down to second. Got her out. Taylor's out at second. And that'll end the ball game for the Southern Union Bison. Here in their home. Huh? The Mox in Arkansas. Your daughter's 
Fayetteville, Arkansas. Your daughter's leaving the building. We told her to go to her dorm and don't do anything she shouldn't do. <laughs> so we uh, seems like a great kid. But uh, the Southern Union Bison here get the sweep this afternoon. Uh, two two great wins. Uh, what nine to five and nine to two. So uh, consistent number uh, scoring for the Bison, and that brings them to three and three on the season. So now they got a five hundred record. They'll be back next Tuesday here. Uh, calling Southern Union softball. Uh, who, who are they playing next Tuesday? Gordon. 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 Gordon State out of Georgia, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. And uh, I don't know who's going to bring you the call. Adam Slay? Adam Slay. And the Kyle? Man himself. Oh, Kyle. Uh, Never mind. But uh, we appreciate you listening and watching. And. Um, it was uh, a fun game to be here. It was a nice day. Uh, didn't get too cool here till right at the end. Tim, you want to close us out? Yeah, just a great game for the Bison. Uh, nine runs, four in the third, five more in the fourth. Back-to-back-to-back home runs. Kenzie Bayer, Bailey Bacchus, and Summer Lawrence in the third. Bacchus had another home run in the fourth. Just a good day offensively for Southern Union. Adam Slay's on the mic. I, I was just going to pass along to everybody that, that that was listening or watching today. Uh, don't get accustomed to having three or four different uh, play-by-play guys. Uh, Lon, Lon was in training. Lon, Lon uh, is is normally our technical guy, helps us with football and everything. But, uh, of course, Lon's an old baseball guy, played college baseball and uh, everything. He's going to help us out with some audio on softball and baseball as needed. So, uh, Lon was getting in, getting in some practice uh, this afternoon. And uh, Tim graciously gave up the uh, microphone some to let Lon get some uh, uh, a little play-by-play call in. But uh, that, that was all I was going to say, Tim. I, uh, I, we're going to have to teach Lon how to do the book. Yeah, we're going to have to teach Lon how to do the book. That's that. That's tough, but. Uh, so uh, we got a busy we got a busy next couple of weeks really uh, everything underway here uh, for all of Southern Union athletics uh, baseball getting kicked off uh, as well uh, and I, let me before I even just say that let me jump down here Southern Union baseball the uh, home opener will be uh, next Friday February the twelfth so that'll be a week from Friday as they'll take on uh, Gordon State but we got high school basketball like Tim told you Hanley uh, Spring Garden tomorrow night then Friday night doubleheader men's and women's basketball right back here on the campus of Southern Union State Community College as they take on uh, Lawson. And then we'll be back here Tuesday as, right here at softball as the Lady Bison will take on uh, Gordon College. That one's at 2 and 4. Hanley tomorrow night, 6 o'clock, tip-off for the girls. Uh, and then Friday night, 5.30 and 7.30 for the men's and women's Bison. Tim, I'll let you take us to the house. That's going to do it. Southern Union sweeps softball doubleheader, reads the record to 3 and 3. And uh, stay tuned to iSchool Sports Network all week long and all next week. We've got plenty coming more for you, as Adam just said. Thanks for listening today, everybody. So long.